Well, welcome to the very first episode of the Rated PG podcast. Rated PG for politics and games. My name is Viscid Ace and I am your host for tonight and all night because this is my show and this is the only episode around. Uh, well, the Rated PG podcast, uh, we're going to talk about politics and games as the name states. Um, it's a weekly uh, news roundup sort of podcast. Uh, of course, with discussion, uh, we're gonna cover like world news, important stuff that I feel could be discussed, as well as uh, news on the gaming front, things like releases, hips and hops, hibbity hops, and all that good stuff. Today's show, we have uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover. We have uh, the PlayStation Five got revealed this week, week of the. Uh, 14th I'm recording it on this podcast is being recorded on the 14th of June Um, and we just had um, the PlayStation 5 reveal the other day and uh, of course we're missed we're in the midst of the the pandemic things are not going that well around the world right now for a lot of people and also we have the Black Lives Matters Black Lives Matter protests going on in different parts of the world um, in order to bring uh, justice to the people that that died under the well uh, died due to police brutality and also to bring light to discrimination and reduce it on all that good stuff so um so tonight we have a lot of things to cover uh, so let's just get over the more depressing things first so first we're gonna cover world news so the first thing we're gonna look at is uh, let's see what we have. Um, the first thing is um, India. India is doing pretty bad right now. Um, this uh, this article is from Democracy Now. Oh yeah, all the all the sources and everything uh, for the podcast can be found down there in the doogly doo. Uh, so feel free to uh, go through the references and sources. Of course, this is a podcast. Um, so we're not gonna actually have time to go in depth and to eat art, each article and explore it. So please uh, do go through the sources and uh, well explore them in your um, in your leisure. Yep. Um, yep. So India is doing pretty bad. Um, uh, my family <laughs> lives in India, uh, so that's. Uh, that's important for me <laughs> um, but uh, recently India has uh, come out of lockdown most of the most of the states I believe and uh, unfortunately uh, well the we're seeing a second round of um, of second round of uh, infections in India from COVID-19 uh, according to the article um, we have like about 300,000 uh, coronavirus cases in India right now. Um, it seems to be heading to be like it's uh, India is now only behind the United States and it's only rising. We're getting like 13,000 cases every day and it's getting very, very bad from what I hear. Like, um, uh, hospitals are reaching capacity just like how we saw in New York. Um, it doesn't look like the curve can be maintained right now. Um, but all we can do is uh, hope that things get better. Hope the government reacts fast enough. Maybe another lockdown is in place. I've heard that they're planning another lockdown. Because, because the thing is, um, I hear a lot of people, 
a lot of articles a lot of um, YouTube videos going around that social distancing is fine um, that we don't really need lockdowns and I understand what they're trying to imply with that but from what I've seen personally people are not really following social distancing rules I don't see whenever I go to the grocery store I live in Australia um, I don't see people actually uh, following the one meter rule 1.5 meter rule distance uh, I do I try to I'm paranoid and I have asthma so I need to be really careful uh, people aren't wearing masks uh, people aren't wearing any eye covering I've heard that that helps too and I think some of the doctors even who made some recommendations that people should be wearing masks now and uh, maybe even some eye protection whenever they go out of course social distancing but uh, people aren't following these practices so at least for me it looks like a lockdown might be much more efficient way of dealing with the virus um, yeah you gotta deal with the economic fallout but well many countries seem to be handling it pretty fine like Canada um, Germany some of, of the Nordic countries they seem to be handling it fine so like we need we need to we need action we need to see action it doesn't look like social distancing by itself is enough it doesn't seem to be doing much uh, we can't let our hospitals just get overcrowded uh, like like as we're gonna see in the next uh, next uh, news um, things can get really really dicey okay Moving on, the next thing is still India, of course. The next topic is still India. Um, so, um, as we see, so it seems to be that hospitals are completely filling up. And uh, there's a story out that um, e even women, pregnant women, are being turned away from hospitals right now because the pandemic is pushing the limits of healthcare. Um, they're completely packed out. And unfortunately, they're having to send some pregnant people back home because the hospital's full of coronavirus patients. And unfortunately, some people are dying. In, in this case, um, um, the, the story covers uh, Bajender Singh's family. He lost his um, pregnant wife and child um, because um, the hospitals were full and they had to turn it up. Uh, yeah, and, and we're going to see more of these things happening. Um, like, this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad, folks. Um, Delhi might end up like New York next. Even Mumbai. It's... it's um, Yep. And um, let's see. Uh, uh, again, yeah, let's see. Uh, we have 300,000 cases of uh, COVID-19 right now in India. And they're rising by 10,000 a day. Uh, from what I looked up previously, it seems that a coronavirus patient on average can infect like nine people. Don't quote me on this. I forget. I don't have my sources on that. I forgot where I got it from. I think it was one of Fauci's video, Anthony Fauci's videos. I, I don't know. Uh, but that's what I heard. So 10,000 reported cases, actual cases could be way higher than that because we are limited by how many people we can test. And the more people we can test, of course, the numbers are going to be... Uh, closer to the actual number but 10,000 people a day is significant imagine the number of people that that might be though they might be infecting we're looking at a chain reaction so India is um, 
yeah india is in a in, in a very tight situation and also if you're wondering like uh, when the vaccine's gonna come out from what i checked it's it's still far away it's still pretty far away we're not gonna get a vaccine in six months or so it, but most of the sources are suggesting including like on who that it might take over a year year and a half for us to get the first vaccines and we don't know by by like how effective they will be we still don't know if um uh, coronavirus immunity will last for like ever like chickenpox or if, if you can like get reinfected there's so many questions about the virus folks um so it, it's, it's still pretty scary and still pretty mysterious so you should take it seriously stay home as much as possible wear your masks uh, try to use some eye covering as well uh, because the virus seems to be able to be transmitted through uh, water droplets in the air uh, keep your distance Follow as many precautions as you can. Don't touch your face. Um, don't touch whatever the hell you see. As we can, see. there's another story. What touching random shit can do. Um, and um, yeah, use hand sanitizer and all that stuff. And if you touch some random shit, wash your hands. Um, yeah, it it's gonna get pretty 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 hard. Uh, we're still. This is just the. This is not even the middle of the pandemic. Um, we're still in the front end of it. Things are gonna get much worse, and the more precautions we take, the better it is. Like Fauci in one of his recent videos actually was saying that wearing a mask, a face mask, might actually reduce the chance of you getting coronavirus by like half, which is significant. So wear a mask. Just wear a N95 or KN95 or any of those masks because um, it can save your life. And you don't have to throw them away. They're pretty cheap and you can keep using them for several weeks as long as you don't like go outside and do stuff. So yeah, moving on to the next next thing. Climate uh, climate news. Uh, this is a bit older, older, but it's still like it's only 10 days. God dang it. Uh, little interruption. I'll have to cut back to it. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> um, so the moving on. The next thing is um, next thing we'll be covering today is climate news. I have a background in environmental sciences. I've studied environmental sciences for a few years, and uh, so I am very concerned about the climate and the environment because we are on the brink of a climate catastrophe. Um, unfortunately, it's not covered as much as it should be on the news because well, it turns out very few multi-billion dollar uh, corporations are responsible for most of um, our environmental degradation and climate, uh, cli climate damage. Um, so yeah, Siberia experiences record-breaking heat wave, accelerating thawing of permafrost. Um, in climate news, Siberia is experiencing a record-breaking heat wave. Some parts of the region registered temperatures more than 20 degrees higher than the historical average for this time of the year. I believe that is 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, wildfires are expected to intensify into the summer. As scientists warn, the mountain temperatures are speeding the thawing of the permafrost, which releases carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, causing temperatures to further rise. All right, so what does that mean? Uh, well, you see, um, permafrost is a, a layer. Uh, eh, you look up what perm permafrost is. The point is, 
it's like ice that usually doesn't melt it's more than that but you can look it up uh, i don't want to go through it um but the point is um it has um gases trapped in it usually greenhouse gases from way back when and when this part of the ice sheet melts not ice sheet but when when the permafrost melts it's going to release more gases into the atmosphere accelerating um the greenhouse effect the climate catastrophe and all that jazz starts a positive um helps with the positive feedback loop uh because temperatures go up uh temperatures go up even more um and that like keeps on going <laughs> um the point is it's pretty bad um and the other thing that i've heard is that 2020 is not only not only do we have police brutality we have we have the pandemic to deal with it's looking like 2020 might actually be the hottest year in recorded human history like when i since whenever we started recording temperatures it's probably gonna be the hottest year which is pretty bad i know i know there are a lot of climate deniers going on like oh the temperature always changes weather yada 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 uh, but the point is it's changing way more than it should be and it's completely due to let's it's it's largely due to our fault because we dump a lot of emissions into the air carbon emissions think about it we have millions and millions and millions of vehicles uh, we have power plants all over the world we have so many things we burn fossil fuels like day in and day out so obviously it's gonna do something right millions and millions of tons of carbon dioxide entering the atmosphere you can't just imagine it's not gonna do nothing um like yeah so the other thing that people forget is that the carbon dioxide doesn't just go into the air um our earth's surface is largely water and most of the carbon dioxide actually gets absorbed by the oceans which is really bad because that makes a the oceans more acidic and also makes it difficult for plant life in the ocean to properly sustain themselves it affects a lot of things it, the, the whole um biosphere of, of earth and also um the the hydrosphere and all, all that jazz they're all very sensitive and even small imbalances can mess everything up and what we're doing is not small it's huge uh, we're just taking a battering ram and bashing earth with it bad analogy but you get the point um there's a link uh, f- uh the, the in the doogly do uh how permafrost is warning warming around the globe and how that's a problem for climate change uh, it explains it basically explains what it means if perma what it means to us when permafrost uh melts and how dangerous it can be for us like it, it's not looking good folks it's not looking good 2020 just keeps getting worse and in the future things are gonna get even worse we need like actual affirmative climate action right now or else like um like temperature is gonna go all over the place it's gonna go whack i've heard from my friends living in california that it's like super duper hot they're like there in some places in california it's hitting like 54 degrees celsius or something um and um i have friends in new york who've been telling me that it was it was uh it was snowing in upstate uh, upstate new york just last month like in may and april may snow 
the heck? Um, not a lot. Hotter places are gonna get even hotter. Colder places might get colder or warmer. Depends. So, point is, it's just gonna mess with the climate system. Uh, but, but but still, like hotter places will still get hot, hotter because um, the average temperatures will be going up. So it's gonna affect a lot of things. Like um, you know, it's gonna make it difficult to grow plants. Our food soup, food supply is gonna get affected. Like climate change and uh, econo- e- ecological c- uh, collapse are very serious. It's not just about oh no, we're gonna we're not gonna have cute little pandas to look at in the future. We might not have humans. Like the reason means to protect the world from climate change is uh, it's, it's global warming and environmental degradation and all that jazz is not for the world. It's for us because it's gonna wipe us out of the off the face of the planet or at least get get us very close to being wiped off. And if it if we do get wiped off, it's better for the planet because every every other animal would be happier off without us. Because so for all the nasty things we do, the reason we need to save the planet is is mainly for our own sake. Because we got no other place to live. We can't just like jump on a random spaceship and just fly off to Mars or something. There's no other place to go. This is the only home we got, and we have to do everything we can to protect it. Uh, moving on, record heat wave grips Russia's Arctic cycle, uh, Arctic Circle. My bad, my bad. Um, in climate news, temperatures in parts of the Arctic Circle in northern Russia have topped 86 degrees Fahrenheit this month. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's no 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 no. That's 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 not good because that's supposed to be the Arctic Circle. Uh, continuing a record-breaking heat wave that began in May. Climate data show last month was the planet's warmest May ever recorded, keeping 2020 on pace to become the hottest year since records began. What I've just mentioned, um, 10 hottest year on record have all come since 2005. Yeah, um, bad news, folks. Bad news. As I said, 2020 just uh, just keeps getting worse. This keeps getting worse. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about something else. Um, Brazil. Infections in Brazil are going through the wazoo. Um, They're apparently using Copacabana Beach as a grave site. Yeah, the Copacabana Beach as a grave site because they don't have... um, Place to place to put the bodies, I guess. Uh, Forty thousand Brazilians have died of the coronavirus, and uh, Brazil has become an epicenter of the pandemic in the global south, with over eight hundred and two thousand confirmed cases. The world's worsted country after the United States. That's a lot of lot of cases, and um, it's pretty bad in Brazil. Uh, for those who don't know, um, right now Brazil is being Brazil, Brazil has a far-right president, Jair Bolsonaro, and uh, he's not very into science and all that stuff. Uh, apparently, he's asking people to go in and film hospitals to prove that everything is fine somehow, even though that just puts people at risk of getting infected and stuff. 
um it's it's pretty bad it's pretty bad and uh more horrible news uh one of the biggest oil spills in history in russian history happened this week um and they're they're blaming it on climate change <laughs> and they're blaming on uh, global warming uh to like a wide taking responsibility um so what happened is a russian mining firm uh had an accident leaked a ton of diesel a shit ton of diesel into the arctic all that red stuff that's diesel yeah it's uh it's it's diesel You have a fuel reservoir um, got damaged because the permafrost underneath it was melting. Apparently. Yep. One of the most polluted cities on the planet, apparently, right now. I guess that's the reservoir. Yeah, they're trying to clean up now. Diesel. A state of emergency was declared by Putin. Yep, 2020 just keeps getting worse. Uh, oil spills are pretty, very, very, I don't need to explain to people that oil spills are horrible and the kind of... Um, damage they do to the local fauna and flora and again this is also happening in the arctic as we've seen the arctic's not happy already and it's just getting worse um the article says that you can look up the article on the doobly-doo says that a fuel reservoir got damaged because of the permafrost underneath it was melting because of the increased temperatures um but turns out they are um like they're saying that this is comparable to the exxon valdez spill Greenpeace is saying that this is comparable to the Exxon Valdez spill. Um, the company responsible, the mining company, is claiming that, oh, this was a complete accident this due to global warming, but apparently they, they knew that it was happening, but they didn't, they didn't do anything to um, actually fix the issue and avoid it, because obviously they're irresponsible. They don't care. They're going to get away with it again. Um, profits over... Profits over people, profits over the world. Uh, it's just more expensive for them to fix the issue than to avoid it, as we have seen. Uh, triple capitalism, right? That's what Jim Sterling says. Um, yep. So, Nor uh, Arctic city of uh, Norilsk. You can look it up. Rivers of crimson, completely full of diesel. Oof. Moving on. What do we got next? We got some. American news to move away from okay American news is still pretty depressing but at least it's not as depressing as the environmental catastrophe that's happening and the pandemic but also American news is linked to the pandemic never mind so um, as we all know black Lives matter protests are happening all over America and across the world because of the death of uh, mr. George Floyd um, what happened was horrible and systematic discrimination is still to this day a big issue 
especially in America, especially with the police forces. And due to this, uh, we will we will look into the history of police later on and why the police are not as well nice as most of us might have initially assumed. But uh, a lot of pro activists and um, and um, uh, protesters are calling for um, defunding the police because right now the American police is extremely overfunded. They're extremely militarized in some places the SWAT of the, the I mean um, they even have access to I think the SWAT teams there are, are the ones have access to anti-mine vehicles anti-mine vehicles in what kind of dimension would you need anti-mine vehicles in a in a in a if, like in a city why it's just ridiculous. The kind of weapons they have is just completely ridiculous. It's more of a private, it's more like a private military than an actual police force. Apparently, the, if, if the NYP, NYPD is so powerful and so big that by itself as a whole could be considered the world's seventh largest military if it was um, a military force that's how big and powerful the military sorry the police is folks in america um no matter what color you are brown black white the police are not your friend as an institution there might be individual police officers they're nice but as an institution you need to be very there are so many videos out there right now police officers indiscriminately just beating people up, like shoving old folks, beating up homeless folk, pushing down women and children, all that jazz. And also men, like yeah, just throwing like goddamn tear gas canisters onto people's faces. It's just brutal, folks. Um, so what does um, the presidential, uh, presumed presidential nominee from the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, have to say about defunding the police? Well, in a... In an interview with Trevor Noah, who is uh, pretty bland, <laughs> um, Joe Biden says that what we need to do is actually increase the funding for the police, not defunding them. No, 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 no. We got to increase the funding for the police. Um, I understand that he probably means that, like, like, transfer the funding to, like, more useful things of not like militarizing them but probably training them to like de-escalating situations and all that stuff but like that's if you're very charitable up front it looks <laughs> it looks pretty bad like like it looks pretty bad because um even then you'll still need to defund the police to a good extent and then reprioritize the resources so that they're like if you're not abolishing them altogether of course um, defunding would would involve both removing the money and uh, uh, demilitarizing the police forces and also spending the money in a different way so that they're more trained to deal with uh, deal with people peacefully and actually be public servants and not some weird super cop wannabe robocop wannabe um, so it looks pretty bad, like, but you don't expect much from Joe Biden because he is, if you guys know, the architect of uh, the Patriot Act and also responsible for mass incarceration, the, the mass incarceration bill back in the 90s or the 80s, I forget, don't quote me on that, but you can look it up. 
Um, it, it's pretty sad right now. Um, he might still be the lesser of two evils, but yeah, he's still very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. And uh, we have something similar even from Bernie. Yeah, Bernie, our boy Bernie Sanders. He's not ready to defund the police. I guess we can be a bit more charitable to Bernie, but this thing reminds me. There's this uh, this weird meme going on around on Twitter. I, I couldn't find it, but it's basically how the millennials think that the Bernie the Bernie Sanders is far left, but the Zoomers think that he's he's just another centrist. Um, it just reminded me of this, but uh, Bernie it was a bit more um, what you call it elaborate in his explanation um, on why he thinks the police shouldn't be defunded he felt he said that um, police officers should be well paid and should be trained in uh, like actually dealing with um, normal uh, civilians properly and peacefully uh, that defunding doesn't do it that um, but 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 he the problem is he gets uh, defunding the police confused with abolishing the police um, they're not exactly the same thing of course abolishing the police is completely getting rid of the police as an institution replacing them with stuff like um, volunteer corps neighborhood watch social workers and all that jazz um, which seem to be much more effective in reducing crime than the police are um, Defunding is, of course, demilitarizing and getting rid of the excess funds that they have. They get more funds than, like, uh, like schools in certain communities. They get more funds than, like, uh, of course, the firefighters. <laughs> we should just overfund the firefighters. Give firefighters more money. <laughs> Let them deal with, like, situations because you don't see firefighters killing people. Everybody loves the firefighters. Not many do with the police, though. Um... But yeah, this is this is kind of disappointing because you would expect someone who's who's very progressive, at least uh, up front, to be like, yeah, we should defund the police. Um, so it is a bit diff- a bit depressing and uh, kind of kind of tells uh, like I feel that the thing with Bernie is that he is part of the old guard. He has been around for a long time and. I don't know if he got jaded or if he's just from another generation, generation that is just scared of scared of um, big changes. I I don't know, um, but this is disappointing. This is kind of disappointing, and I wish Bernie was uh, a bit more. Like they say that oh he's too radical, he's too extreme. He's too mean and nasty, but like for people who are actually following the election cycle, like nah, the problem with Bernie is that he's too nice and he's too tame and he's not that extreme. Like all he asks for is like Medicare for all, which is like um, single payer health care, which many countries have. And of course, the Green New Deal, which we need because or else the world's going to burn the crap down. Um, so yeah, he's not that extreme, and if he was probably more hell-bent on pushing his ideas, um, much more tougher, then probably would have been better. And this is kind of a shame, but still, you know, we gotta, 
we gotta make do with what we have um right i mean yeah he, he still has done all don't get me wrong i still like bernie he's done a lot of good stuff but it's still disappointing to see him fumble from time to time <sighs> yep more bad news trump officials to roll back lgbtq protections let's just play this after economic calamity oops that's no, that's not the right video There you go. Under identity. Under that was bad. The Trump administration will scrap Obamacare's non-discrimination protections for sex and gender identity under a final rule released Friday. In a statement, the Department of Health and Human Services said the government's interpretation of sex discrimination will be based on, quote, the plain meaning of the word sex as male or female and as determined by biology. Advocates fear the policy will make it easier for doctors, hospitals, and insurance companies to deny care or coverage to transgender patients as well as women who have had abortions. Yep, so, um, yeah, uh, they can deny healthcare service to uh, people based on their sex and gender identity now. In the middle of Pride Month. That is, uh, <laughs> that is pretty horrible. And the article goes on to talk about how, because this is happening in the middle of the coronavirus, um, people of different sexes and genders, of course, uh, can be denied service. Um, even if they have coronavirus based on their yeah based on their identity which is which is horrible um, people shouldn't be refused healthcare service based on what they identify as based on what group they belong to what ethnicity they have what skin color they have this is just horrible Trump back at it again and also 2020 gets keeps getting more worse just keeps getting worse ah <sighs> Uh, the link is in the doobly-doo for the article. Um, yeah, you should probably read it. It's especially if you belong to any of these groups. As, you, you, yeah, like it's 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 not it's not it's not good. Um, moving on, we have more Trump news. Uh, so apparently, the International Criminal Court is investigating. Um, is investigating war crimes in Afghanistan in March and Trump is deciding to put sanctions against the investigators yeah that is very I don't even know if the United States president can do that which is very very weird but apparently they're trying to do that 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 is just so that is so stupid and bad because first of all if you're really innocent you wouldn't have to do that so you're kind of indirectly giving the message that yeah we did a bunch of war crimes in Afghanistan what you gonna do about it and that's not what you wanna what you should be doing it also sets a very bad precedent like I, I and also you're pissing off the ICC they're, they're going to be even more stringent against the United States, who probably did do a shit ton of war crimes in Afghanistan. I don't know. Um, go go read the article. This is just, this is just ridiculous, folks. Like, 
a United States president shouldn't be going after the ICC. It's just dumb. Uh, more more bad news around the world. We have uh, we have Harambe 2.0. Popular 25-year-old Ugandan gorilla named Rafiki gets killed at UNESCO Park. Rafiki, Rafiki was actually apparently uh, the leader of um, a silverback gorilla pack um, uh, in Uganda, and um, they got it got killed by he got killed by some poachers. Again, why do we keep messing around with wild animals? It's the the, the whole poaching scene is just disgusting. It is completely disgusting, and now, like like the world was, uh, like like one Harambe wasn't enough, we had to kill another one. For what? Like they're gonna like use gorilla parts for making like aphrodisiacs or some bullshit? Why just, just leave these animals around alone? Like they don't have any magic powers, folk. Shark fins, gorillas. They don't have any magic powers. Eating them will just make you sick. And of course, kill the animal. Just leave the goddamn animals alone. Stop it. Please. I mean, I know that anybody listening has nothing to do with this, but I'm just saying as a uh, rhetorically, we should stop fucking around with animals. Last time we did that, I mean, most recently, we end up with the coronavirus. So... Yeah, rip Rafiki. Um, hope we don't get good get Harambe 3.0. Probably there already has been. Who knows? We never heard about uh, heard about it, or I never heard about it. More news. Um, researchers detail huge hack for hire campaigns against environmentalists, and this is this is very interesting. Apparently, Exxon Mobil is hiring Indian hackers to go against environmentalists. This is from The Verge. Um, again, links in the doobly-doo. Go look it up. And the, the, yeah, so hackers for hire have targeted thousands of individuals as part of uh, a part of campaigns against environmental advocacy groups, journalists, and others, according to a report produced by Citizen Lab, the University of Toronto Cybersecurity Watchdog Group. Uh, dubbed behind the campaign's dark basin, noting that it is specifically targeted climate change organizations who are campaigning against Exxon Mobile. For those who might be wondering, oh, well, if the climate change and environmental degradation are such huge issues, why haven't we addressed them? sooner if uh the world's going to shit these companies are also going to go to shit because they're they're made up of people who live on the planet uh but the thing is it turns out most of the climate uh degradation i mean climate crisis environmental degradation all that jazz is being caused by a very few multi-billion billion dollar uh companies oil companies especially um, the plastics around your house, the fuel that um, the fuel that like your vehicles run on, the electricity we get, everything's from fossil fuel, folks. And uh, Exxon Mobil is one of those multi-billion-dollar companies um, that that are responsible for all of this. So I'm not surprised that they would hire hackers to go up against environmental groups who are probably interested in exposing them or stopping Exxon Mobil's 
profiteering off of destroy Exxon Mobil profiteering off off of destroying the world. So yeah, this is a very weird but interesting article. Uh, again, links in the doobly doo. Go check it out. This is also pretty recent. This is just June 10th. Moving on, <laughs> we have Zoom news. Um, Zoom says China asked it to censor pro-democracy activists in the U.S. and it obeyed. Um, again, I don't know why people are using Zoom. It just came out of nowhere. I have I had never heard of Zoom before the pandemic, and then the pandemic happens, and everybody's like, "Oh, let's use Zoom now to to, to take classes and all that jazz." I mean, we have so many things that are better than Zoom. Yeah, goddamn Skype is weird, but it works. We have uh, Google Hangouts, uh, Google Meet. We have our favorite for the gamers, Discord. We have so many things, and yet people are insistent on using goddamn Zoom. And Zoom is apparently, there have been other articles uh, uh, in the past saying that um, Zoom has many security issues. And now uh, this, apparently um, they, they were trying to, um, yeah, uh, Zoom Video Communications Inc. said it deactivated accounts of pro-democracy Chinese activists based in the U.S. at the request of China intensifying concerns that Beijing is extending its censorship cloud globally. So China is using Zoom to censor people in America. For those who remember, we had some uh, big issues going on last year with Blizzard, uh, Blizzard banning Bit Blitzchung for speaking out against, uh, speaking out for the protest in Hong Kong. Uh, we had the NBA thing where China was censoring an, uh, an American citizen for speaking out against uh, authoritarian shit. It's bad. It's really bad. And the reason this is probably half part of it is that um, China Chinese companies invest a shit ton of money on international companies. And once they do, they have a shit ton of say and they use that say to like basically censor non-Chinese citizens so that it can spread propaganda, authoritarian propaganda. Um, yeah, uh, I, I've, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't use Zoom. Do something else. Zoom sucks. That's the point. Um, read the article. It's very interesting if you're interested in these kind of things. Yep, and that basically is most of the news for the world news part. Uh, but before we wrap up the world news segment, um, I would like to talk about the history of the police. Um, so uh, I mentioned before that the police apparently are not as friendly as they might you, you might think they are, or. or uh, as useful as you might think they are. First of all, it seems that they don't really prevent crime as much as they just record stuff that's already happened. Um, and what's important, what I've learned that was very interesting this week is the history for the police forces. The articles are in the doobly-doo for both. This is from the time. This is about the um, history of the U.S. police. Um, and this article is about the Polish, the Polish police and their links with the 
with Nazi Germany. Uh, first of all, U.S. police force. Um, turns out the U.S. police force was originally uh, originally linked to like um, uh, slave patrols. So basically, they were just uh, in charge of uh, bringing back runaway slaves. Yeah, back when people were trading living people, which is horrible. And well, you might say like that was way back when. What does it have to do with today? We changed everything, right? But it doesn't change the fact that the origin of the police is pretty dark. They were part of um, apparently this group called the Pinkertons and also slave patrols and all that jazz. Um, and uh, they didn't wear badges because they had bad reputation. Um, it's a big article, but you should look into it. Like they weren't initially intended to protect the people. They're only in, 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 intended to protect the property of some rich assholes. And by property, I mean people like slave people who are running away so that they can have freedom. Folk, the police have a shady, shady goddamn past. And uh, unfortunately, we haven't been successfully able to clean them up. That is why we have so much uh, brutality, so much issues with the police today and how uh, they're doing these horrible things on the streets and how all these videos of uh, police brutality are coming out. Um, the other article that I have right over here is the link between the Polish police and Nazi Germany. Um, yeah, as the as this small summary says, one police officer executed an infant before his mother died. Others raped and murdered a young woman in their car. The groundbreaking story portrays for the first time the Polish police's involvement in the Nazis' annihilation project. Historian Jan Gabowski is at it again. So uh, Jan Gabowski um, is apparently a historian, and I think if uh, I, I believe I read the article, but I believe that it was him. Who did the research and the research points out the fact that the, even the Polish police have a very dark past that after Nazi Germany fell the Polish police were helping uh, they were still carrying even after they fell they were even they're still carrying carrying out horrible horrible deeds and uh, during the regime they were apparently helping them out like rounding around rounding people to kill them and uh, well, you know, it's it's pretty gruesome. It's if if you're interested in this, uh, go read it. It's an interesting read. It's it's kind of graphic. Um, points out all the horrible things that the police were doing during that time period. Um, yeah, man, the police aren't exactly your friends. There are again some good apples. The, the phrase shouldn't be oh, they're just some bad apples. It should be some good apples. I believe because the institution has been corrupt. There's other stories. Uh, you should watch this video from um, Redacted Tonight, Lee Camp, uh, 16 mind-blowing facts about the police. And one of them being that like apparently um, the police, let me see if I can get the, get the clip, get the clip. Uh, oh, come on, man. Oh yeah, police are not bright. Uh, watch this clip right over here from Lee. This is from, I don't know if I'm gonna get flagged or something, but this is Lee Camp's show, Redacted Tonight. It's pretty nice. 
yeah, you guys should probably check the it out. Officers are not bright. Some cities don't even want smart cops. In fact, a court back in 2000 upheld the right of police departments to avoid hiring intelligent officers. Yes, most cops are cerebrum incapacitado, which is not a word, but they don't know that. They don't know that because they are unsmart and they're proud of it because they think it's a good thing. Fact number 16, some departments literally don't want officers who give a shit about you. Former police, uh, Philadelphia police captain Ray Lewis has said police departments don't want to hire officers who perform well on empathy tests. And pro-police website officer.com has published articles saying empathy is dangerous for policing. I'm not saying cops don't care about you. I'm saying in some cities they're hired because they don't care about you. Yep, so uh, apparently they try to hire officers. This is this is in America. Um, they try to hire officers that are low that don't have too high of an IQ so that they could be easily controlled and uh, they could be they, they, they could be obedient uh, to the chief or whoever is in charge. And also apparently they try to also seek out officers or seek out people who are less empathetic because they think that empathy is bad. I believe that certainly sounds like the opposite of what you want for a job opening that includes the phrase gun included. To sum it all up here, our policing system is a draconian military style Orwellian shitstorm used to consolidate an entrenched class hierarchy. We need a completely new and different and smaller and less violent model. And we need it starting 400 years ago. Comedy. Yep, uh, I could have said it. I could not have said it better. Um, but you, you get the point. Uh, they actually intentionally get dumber police, dumber people to be officer. And they also try to get people who are less empathetic so they don't care about people they're serving, the public. Um, and we need to probably replace the entire, not probably, we need to probably, we need to replace the entire institution um, and make it better. Cause that's the thing, right? We gotta keep making the world a better place so that everybody can be safe and everybody can be somewhat happy. Yes. Well, that's most of the depressing stuff. Uh, we just have two more things to cover for world news and we'll be done with the world news part. Uh, 45 minutes in um or that could be more i don't know what how how, how much it's gonna be um after after i put that in a bit oh my god so many displayed ads <laughs> sponsored by displayed uh no uh, so good news apparently new york is signing a sweeping police reform into law um let's see this is a video i thought this was this was a video Well, this is the whole thing. Never mind. The point is, uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor for New York, is signing a set of police reforms. One of which is, um, uh, yeah, uh, public access to police dis disciplinary records. So apparently, before you could, if, if an officer is uh, very abusive, has a has a history of abusing their power, you couldn't even check it up. It wasn't available for public access, but now public access is available, uh, like it has been granted to view police disciplinary records and 
um also they banned police chokeholds which they should have done before because it's still it's pretty dangerous if you mess it up you're gonna end up killing the person which they have in many a case i believe um and also uh let's see um the the measures also include what the hell what happened uh the measures also include giving the state attorney general's office the power in law to investigate when a person dies in police custody or in an encounter with police and makes it illegal to make 911 reports solely on race uh the last part refers to karen's calling people because they have some person with a darker skin complexion walking on the road or some shit karen's no it's illegal karen's they're gonna catch you karen just don't do it karen's of the world yeah this is a this is very positive this is also very depressing that these are some very basic shit that you would have assumed that are already in place like access to police disciplinary record banning chokeholds and like that the ag should be able to like investigate people who die in like under police custody what the hell what kind of dystopian society are we living in that these are the things that we got these basic things in 2020 after these protests and somehow these weren't made available before these these weren't things before this is just depressing but uh, uh, at the same time this is good news this is positive news that change is being made and that we probably do we prop we did need these protests in order to make these changes yep are these happening in a very bad time during the pandemic yeah but better late than never right as long as we make the world a safer place eventually you know that's what matters and yeah so good for new york they made some changes still have a long way to go in my opinion but this is a good starting this is a good starting point last news for the last thing to cover for the world news an indian healer who kissed hands to cure coronavirus died of coronavirus i don't know i don't understand what's happening with some of these crazy religious folk like having giant ass congregations it, it doesn't matter what religion it is like i've seen videos of like uh pastors and like monks and priests of all denominations like uh, of different religions like having huge um huge gatherings like they're doing like some kind of weird <laughs> rituals prayers and all that just like say to, to keep the virus away but i'm like nah man that ain't gonna happen that's not how it works you're supposed to be keeping distance you're not supposed to be grouping up so that everybody gets infected that's not how it works don't do it and apparently this guy this mad lad uh, there are pictures of this mad lad over here but he was kissing people on the hands to bless them to get rid of the disease and not surprisingly apparently a black magic healer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is pseudoscientific bullshit and the poor guy died the poor guy died so lesson of the day kids if some random ass crazy religious guy comes up to you and says kid i'm gonna kiss you on your hand and get rid of the coronavirus for you you say stranger danger hell no and run the heck away that's it don't do stupid shit <laughs> take precautions stay safe
and that's the end of the uh well the world news slash politics segment of our show moving on we have much more positive um way less depressing gaming news yep so the big thing that happened this week is we got to see the ps5 just a few days ago we got to see the ps5 and yes yes my friends it definitely does look like a wi-fi router it looks like a netgear wi-fi router <laughs> and there are a shit ton of memes going on for that and um i'll show you some of my favorite favorites at the end of the show um so hold tight sit tight um so yeah so the ps5 god reveal uh, also a ton of games that are gonna be on uh, that are gonna come out with it on launch have also been revealed some very spicy a lot of them just remastered i mean not remastered but just um just getting them reported on um on the ps5 like um uh gta 5 is being re-released on ps5 and like no one gives a shit <laughs> everybody's played it by now they already have it stop just stop re-releasing games just give us new games we're bored everybody's stuck in quarantine with nothing to play e3 got canceled come on man stop doing that um yeah so the design looks very well wi-fi routery or like those tower fans um but at the same time it also looks pretty sleek looks pretty sleek um, I, I wonder if they will release a slim version or a pro version later on. Uh, it's coming out later this year, at the end of the year. Um, the prices haven't been revealed, but they're estimating it to be around 500 bucks, 500 US dollars, or your local equivalent, when it comes out. Um, yeah, but it, I, I think it looks a bit better than the Xbox, the Xbox um, Series X design. Um, and the issue with the Xbox Series X design is that because the fans mounted on the top, I think it's going to have some heating issues. This one seems to be more closer to the PS4, probably more closer to the PS4 Pro. We still don't know what the configurations are exactly, or the internal layout is going to be, but I'm going to expect it's going to still have some heating issues because my PS4 Pro... I played game if I play too much uh, like some kind of a hefty game even when I was playing God of War back like last year or whatever whenever that thing came out like it was making helicopter sounds after a while <laughs> like uh, heating's a big issue for consoles and I believe it's not addressed properly they're always going on about oh better graphics better resolution SSD which PC people have had for like many years over a decade i don't even remember i just thought that ssd's always existed since the dawn of man i don't know but yeah <laughs> um it's coming out soon so uh get your pockets ready i guess um the next thing we're gonna look at is how ride games has messed up again so, uh, an executive at Riot, Riot Games, his name is Ron Johnson, global head of consumer products at Riot Games, made some very, very, very shitty comments about George Floyd. 
um, the man who got killed by the cops probably saw the video, you know, gross, gruesome video. Um, the police just, the, the, the police officer just puts his goddamn knee on the guy's neck and kills him. Even though he's yelling that he can't breathe, it's just depressing. It, it's it's uh, abhorrent. And now there are people from Ride again, Ride Games. They like they they want to hawk the spotlight, but in a bad way. We had issues. <laughs> We've heard stories of like uh, sexual harassment and discrimination last year, um, and now today we have this. <laughs> we have this. Um, so he was making some abhorrent. Um, I, I think it was tweets. I don't know. Uh, I, I forget. But he was ba- making some very shitty comments. Um, he was basically claiming that somehow because um, like George Floyd has some criminal history in the past or something that 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 him dying is nothing we should be concerned about or whatever it's just some very shitty take he has uh he's basically an asshole um like it has nothing to do with him getting killed by a cop like you know in a gruesome manner they're just trying to justify post hoc because they have this uh whatchamacallit the just world hypothesis right like oh if uh like if a kid dies from cancer, it's definitely because the, 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 the parent did something wrong or the kid was like some kind of criminal in his past life. Nah, man, that's not how it works. No one should be killed or murdered in cold blood by co- police officers like that. And I'm going to assume that this guy has some, some severe biases, some severe, severe biases um, against people of color to say something, some, something like that. It's, it's just horrible and I've, I've read an article recently last last week saying that people with a lot of power a lot of money they actually get their like um, um, MRIs um, MRIs revealed that um, it looks like their brains damaged because your brain is sort of like a use it or lose it uh, it has a use it or lose it deal so the parts of it that you use it more they stay if you don't use anything they don't like if you don't play a game for like several mo- years probably not going to be very good at it and then you come back to it like two or three years later um or something like that so um because these people in power uh usually a lot of money a lot of or just you know um in a very powerful position um because they don't use the empathy part of their brain their brain basically rots away. I'm being very, very uh, broad, but that's the point. You can look it up. Um, I can't. I forget. If I can, I'll put the. Uh, I'll put a put a source to that article in the doobly doo. It's pretty pretty interesting. I think it was Rutger Bertman, um, a very famous um, economist. Um, I think he's an economist, or is this is he a social scientist? I don't know. Um, dude economist type dude um i know why he was talking about it in his in in his podcast so um and then i looked at the looked at the reference article um but yeah so it's not a surprise that people in power make these shitty takes because their brain's probably rotting well, we look at Trump, right? He always keeps saying stupid shit (laughs) so so does Biden (laughs) um yep Moving on, um, let's take a look at some of the some of the major reveals 
uh, for the PS5. Um, so we got a lot of games for the PS5 revealed. Most of them are just re-releases. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which we already saw. These are not the games exactly that were shown during the conference, but like just all the games that you know they're coming out. Astro's Playroom, um, supposed to be on launch. Bug Snacks. It's a weird game about bugs that are also snacks and if you eat them you're like an otter or something and you eat them and your body parts become bug snacks you can look it up it's weird um come on man um then we have chivalry 2 death loop which we'll look at dirt 5 which is a racing game fortnite of course it's just fortnite godfall it's like a it's one of the earlier releases, uh, or, or re earlier reveals from last year, I think. Where is it? Godfall. Yeah, it's just like you. It's so, sort of like Warframe. You don like suits of armor that are based off of weird gods, like Egyptian gods or Greek gods, and you dish it out. It's a kind of mash of Warframe and Smite, I guess. NBA 2K21. Nobody cares. Observer, Oddworld, Soulstorm, which is a new Oddworlds, uh, Oddworlds game, Outriders, Quantum Era, Redo, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2, no one cares, Vampire the Masquerade, of course, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, you know, the, 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 the game where you play as a hacker grandma, cool, and WRC9, I believe that's a racing game. You'll look into a like there are a bunch of games. There are a bunch of games you can look up, and if you look, if you watch the conference, you probably already know most of them again. But I'm gonna look at some of the more interesting ones that are like not re-releases and stuff that I like. So we got a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn coming up. Uh, it's gonna be called Forbidden West, and it's going to it's going to be about ally exploring uh, post-apocalyptic northern america yes i mean just like at the current rate we're gonna get there so don't worry about it post apocalypse is gonna be there because currently this is basically an apocalypse um but it looks very beautiful i'm gonna mute it um you can watch the trailer it looks pretty pretty beautiful it's obviously most of it was rendered i don't think we saw any gameplay but yeah, as Jim Sterling mentioned, the crabs, the crabs look pretty good. <laughs> um, where are the crabs at? Yeah, the crabs. Look. Uh, very well animated crabs, of course. Um, they're going to get the award for the best crabs of 2020 or 21. Depends upon whenever it releases. Um, takes off after Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I, I, I had issues with the story of Horizon Zero Dawn, had some um, weird um, cliffhangers and um, uh, plot holes, uh, but the gameplay was pretty fun. It was, it was, still, it was a very creative looking ass game, a uh, very interesting game, and now we're going to get a sequel for it from Gorilla, the same people. It looks pretty good, obviously. And I am looking forward to it. And of course, people are saying it looks pretty, but that's just, uh, that's just complete. Those are just cutscenes. Those are just, um, as in like, what am I even saying? Those are, that's just CGI. That's, that's all pre-rendered CGI shit. 
that's not actual live gameplay so well, not a, nothing to look at <laughs> it, it still looks pretty the anime the, the 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 visuals are still good even though that's not actual gameplay i mean we already saw uh horizon zero dawn and that was a very pretty game so uh forbidden west is only going to be prettier considering better hardware and whatnot and uh, the dev said that the game is much bigger than Horizon Zero Dawn, which is good, which is good. I don't know how much of North America we are going to get to explore, but I hope it's a good chunk. Um, next game that's uh, that I found interesting was uh, a new game from Arcane. Yes, folks, the same people who made Dishonored uh, and Dishonored 2, the lesser known. Um, and Arcane's new game is about two spies trying to dish it out. Oh my god, this what happened? Let me reset it. So the game is about two spies trying to fight. It's like spy versus spy set in this weird um, resort that's stuck in a time loop. And everybody in the resort or casino or whatever the fuck. No swearing. Uh, what are the heck? <laughs> um, are after you, I guess. She is not making this easy. It's it's dishonored, so I mean it, it, it's from Arcane, so it really feels like dishonored. It's cool. It's a stealth game, so you know. Die, restart the loop, and die again. This place is paradise. A never-ending party. Where hunting me is the main attraction. And no matter how I try to escape, they always cut me down. But I'm one stubborn motherfucker. You have those weird magic Every powers similar to Dishonored. Piecing together the puzzle. There's eight targets, and they all gotta die before midnight. There's just one little snag. The other spot. You thought it was going to be easy? Juliana Blake. Black Reef's protector and a real pain in my ass. She may kill me a million times, but eventually, inevitably, I will break this fucking loop. Yep. So that's Deathloop. It looks pretty interesting. Um, again, links in the Duke video. You can check out the article. And also the trailers on YouTube. 
and of course I enjoyed Dishonored I think one was way better than two I never finished two finished one a few times um, and I am looking forward for Deathloop looks pretty interesting um, next game I mean okay this is not really <laughs> this is I'll, we'll look at the Sega game console later um, we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> uh, next game is this one Demon Souls remake boys and girls we're getting a complete remake of the OG Demon Souls game this is not a remastered version like this is a complete overhaul from the ground up ground up and it looks pretty beautiful uh, the trailer was oopsie oopsie doodle oopsie doodle Next up is uh, Demon Souls Remake. So uh, a complete remake of um, the original Demon Souls game, uh, the first of the Souls-like games, is coming to the PS5. A complete remake, a complete, complete remake from the ground up on the likes of uh, Resident Evil 2. Um, and it looks very, very pretty. It looks really pretty. like. They've reworked the models completely, of course. Uh, they've upgraded everything. They've upgraded everything. The game looks completely different. Like, holy shit, the trailer was amazing. Uh, you can go check it out. And I can't wait. I think because this is going to come before Elden Ring, which is the next Souls-like game. Um, so we're going to have something to bite our, sink our teeth into, I think. Um, while we wait for Elden Ring to come out. So, yeah, can't wait for Demon Souls Remake. I, th I think it's worth, I mean, I usually don't like remakes, but, um, uh, sorry. My opinion on remakes has changed a bit since I played RE3, RE3, RE2 Remake. RE3 Remake wasn't as good, but it was still entertaining. Um, it was a remake, and now we're getting Demon Souls remake, so it's gonna be pretty fun. It's gonna be. I've never played Demon Souls. I've only seen videos of it on YouTube, and it's kind of clunky and old. So, and also I couldn't like. I don't want to play it on the PS3. <laughs> uh, but now we can play it on the PS5, and I think it's it probably will be on the PC too. So we can probably play it on both. I'll probably like to play it on PC. That's great. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. Massive, massive hype. Um, and then the other game I wanted to talk about is this weird indie game called Goodbye Volcano High. It's uh, it seems to be some kind of um visual novel. It seems to be sort of like a visual novel. Um, kind of reminds me of uh, Monster Prom, if you guys ever played Monster Prom, and it's about dinosaurs. Those are not animals or dragons, I thought they were dragons first. They're dinosaurs. And um, if you probably guessed from the name, I think they're in an apocalypse or something, and they're trying to deal with teenage 
emo shit while the apocalypse is happening. Um, the animations are pretty good. The visuals look, I mean, the style, the art style looks pretty good. Um, so it's going to be an interesting game. Um, the other reason, like, I was interested in this game was because um, the developer of this game is called Co-op. Um, as in, it was made by a worker, which is a worker co-op in Montreal. And we're seeing more and more worker co-ops for video game develop uh, for um, indie uh, developers pop up, off indie developers pop up. Because just recently we had tonight we write by Pixel Pushers Union 512. Um, just on the 8th of May, it, it's it's a game about like uh, you're you're basically riding against an authoritarian state. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and also the people who made um, um, Night in the Woods, their co-op now. And seeing so many game co-ops pop up all of a sudden is pretty, pretty encouraging. Because for those who don't know, like the video game industry is plagued with, uh, <sighs> with, with a lot of issues. Mainly, um, what is it? Crunch culture. Yeah, crunch culture. And um, the 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 people the developers are underpaid. They're overworked. Um, they're they're been abused in some circumstances. Like um, with the Mortal Kombat developers, they're forced to watch uh, gore smut videos just so that they can animate uh, dead people better, or like the the death fatality animations better, which is psychologically straining. Um, and there's not much they can do. They're just laid off without notice, as you probably saw in case of EA buying studios and just regurgitating them, just shitting, shitting the corpses out and like firing everybody who worked in it. Um, so the game in gaming industry for people, you probably, you guys have probably heard of all the issues with it, as, as I've mentioned, um, is not a very fun place to work at. It's very stressful and um not very healthy and now that like worker co-ops are popping up it's a very good sign because it means that our developers are, are gonna be in a more ethical and um safer environment so we will have better games made by people who are not not uh, not like not going mad not suffering from psychological issues or financial issues and it's good for both us and the developers they're gonna be happy we're gonna be happy with better games because happier developers means more creative games for us and of course they're people too so we should care about them um and so i'm i'm very pleased with this um with, with this phenomenon with so many worker worker co-op studios popping up um and uh, if you guys are interested in them, maybe you should do research and start your own worker co-op for uh, video game development or join one. Yeah. Uh, the other reason I was bringing up um, it, the animation looks good. It looks interesting, whatever. But the other reason I wanted to talk about this is that like uh, I saw a lot of comments <laughs> uh, just going crazy about this game saying that, oh, look, it's a uh, furry emo shit or whatever uh they're not furries they're dinosaurs and they have feathers so that's pretty accurate my uh 
professor was a paleontologist would have been very very happy um to see a dinosaur with feathers in a in a video game like she would go nuts she'd be like finally the recognition i deserve i'm getting it with people putting feathers on dinosaurs is that like i've seen a lot of hate thrown on this game randomly for no reason like eh, furries they're not furries to dinosaurs first of all and even if they were we don't even know what the game is about yet much it just seems to be a it see this game seems to be very very in line with night in the woods and if you guys play night in the woods that's a damn good game and if it's even close to night in the woods it's gonna be a fun game to play so stop shitting on games that that haven't even come out on and this one isn't even made by some kind of shitty uh company like ea it, the, the visuals are pretty clean and stuff don't be an asshole guys and there were like even curators already curating this game that won't even be out for a year um i can't show you that on this because it's not um i'm not online but it's curators just coming in and shitting they're just small random curators with like very few followers but it's still bad because imagine this this is their first game they're gonna see this shit you're gonna break the hearts of a few innocent developers stop hurting developers stop hurting them <laughs> um so yeah don't be shitty and right those are the those are the games those are those are the main games i'm just interested mainly in um demon souls um death loop and horizon zero dawn um uh forbidden west as well as of course goodbye volcano high honestly just because they have feathers on on dinosaurs and i studied under a paleontologist so i think that rubbed off on me i guess i don't know <laughs> um but yeah there are probably gonna be other games that are gonna be revealed soon um, not a lot of first party like exclusives got revealed. Hopefully we'll hear more about them as um, the months go on. Um, like the, the console's not gonna be out until the end of the year, I think. If there are no delays, which there could be, considering it's a pandemic out there. So yeah, cross your fingers, sit tight, and uh, have some hot cocoa. So yeah, this thing was all over the all over some of the gaming news channels like i'm sorry about that sound um young yeah <laughs> covered it i believe the layman gaming covered it um and i'm covering it now just because it's hilarious um so sega's re revealed a new console uh it's called the game gear micro and as you'll see in the video it is tiny it is ridiculously tiny come on man Come on, come on, come on, come on. It transforms any second now. Oh, look. Oh, oh, weird colors. Look at that. <laughs> look at how tiny it is. The, the screen dimensions, the screen dimensions were mentioned here. Let, let's scroll down and look at the dimensions. Um, the hardware itself is 80 millimeters. What is what's up with that? Uh, 80 millimeters, x 43 millimeters, x 20 millimeters. I'm sorry for calling it x with a 1.15 inch display. That would be the diagonal, it's diagonally 1 1.15 inches, which is like less than three centimeters. <laughs> the mon the, the um, display is less than three centimeters diagonally. For reference, 
um, like I think smartphones are like what um, seven ten centimeters I don't know they're they're much bigger this is like a fraction <laughs> this is a small fraction of a smart modern smartphone I think it's like smaller than a smartwatch the screen um, so yeah this is like a $50 handheld console that is so tiny and it gets worse uh, it gets worse like it's available in four colors uh, black blue yellow and red and each of the color variants are not just color variants they have different games on them like the black version comes with Sonic the Hedgehog, Puyo Puyo 2, Outrun and Wildstone Blue one comes with Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Hero, Sylvan Tail, Baku Baku Animal. Yellow version comes with Shining Force, like a bunch of Shining Force games, and Nazupuyo Aruro Noru. I don't know what that is. And the red version comes with Revelations, Demon Slayer, Megami Tensei Gaiden, and Gigi Shinobi, as well as Columns. So each version, each color variant, comes with completely different games. Only four games. So not only is it too small for people to even use, but it also like doesn't even have all the games on it and it even gets worse they even sell a magnifying glass that you can just fit on to the, the, the tiny goddamn handheld uh but just sold separately yes folks it has to be sold separately this is just so stupid i i guess this is apparently only for the japanese market but still who is this intended for it's too small obviously for adults uh, going back to that picture too small i can't use this like what the hell i'm gonna get arthritis in my 20s if i use this thing most people would this is so tiny and my eyes are gonna just bleed so small i'm gonna i'm gonna go blind and for children i'm afraid it's so small they're gonna lose it or they might even swallow it because i don't know it's something that kids kids put random shit in their mouth all the time so yeah, and also the game collection. I don't think these are even playable by like, like little children. So, because they're they're old arcade games, um, and they're so small you can't even see shit. So, who is this intended for? And if, if you want a pack of four, it's gonna cost you two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Sega. What is wrong with Sega? Why? Big Window Micro. Why? Just make it bigger. Who asked for like such a tiny piece of shit console? No one did. <sighs> this is why Sega failed, folks. This is why Sega failed. If Sega was was smarter, they would not have made this and they would not have like gotten kicked off like the console markets long ago. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. There was one more game I wanted to talk about that got revealed in the PS5 um, uh, reveal trailer thing conference, whatever. Um, it's called Stray, and it's a game that takes place in a futuristic world covered by robots, where you play as a stray cat. Yes, and. Um, Brilliant. Uh, we need more cat simulators. I've been saying it from day one since I was born. Mama, give me a cat simulator to play. And we never got that. But finally, we have what everybody wanted. A cat simulator. And it, it looks pretty good. The, visually, it looks pretty good. I have some reservations I'll, I'll talk about, but it's pretty good.
Humans have been replaced by machines. Except for cats. We can still have cats. Yeah, this is just completely um, pre-rendered. Like, this is just... That's not actual gameplay. But I, I love, I dig the art design. I dig the art design. It's a cat simulator and uh, of course why wouldn't you like it my only reservations is a reservation my, my reserve my only reservation is that last year I fell for a similar game it's called man-eater it's a shark simulator where you it's a shark RPG where you play as a shark and this year I got to play it and it's not what I thought it would be it's kind of disappointing it's still sort of fun but eh, kind kind of kind kind of disappointing and I just hope that they don't do this again to me I know it's not the same developers but I can't I can't suffer another heartbreak I wanted to be a shark and my dreams were ruined now I want to be a cat and I hope my dreams are not ruined especially a cat with a backpack like like a meow looking ass cat with a backpack yep so we have a lot of stuff coming up um, by the end of the year. PS5 and the Xbox SX, horrible name, I know, uh, will be out. And uh, hopefully there won't be any delays. Still can't wait for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I think there's gonna be a there's gonna be more news about that this month. Um, they're gonna do uh, give give us more details, juicy juicy details about the games, which game which I will cover when it comes out. And uh, before we wrap up, I just wanted to mention that, like, at the time of uh, recording this video, Headman Absolution is on, is is for is available for free on uh, GOG, good old games. So go away, go go on and grab it. It's free. It's available for the next 47 hours at the time of recording. So and also there's a sale going on on GOG. Summer sale, grand finale, yay! And uh, go grab something. GOG, of course, no DRM, no bullshit. So, if you buy Cyberpunk 2077 in the future as well, go get it on GOG because it's owned by CD Projekt Red. So all the 100% of your money goes to CD Projekt Group. And that is it, basically, for our show for this week, for the first episode of Rated PG Podcast. I know we used a lot of visual media, so. I don't know if I qualify, if, if this qualifies for a podcast. If not, I'll change the name, but I, I'm still going to keep the name. And thank you for watching it for the whole one hour, whatever. If you guys watched it for the whole thing. Um, this is the first time I'm doing it, so forgive the clunkiness. And uh, expect more improvements. Probably even hosts in the future. And... Um, yeah, thank you very much for sticking around. And the next episode will be out probably on Sunday. Might be as long as this one. Might not be, depending upon how much we have covered. 
um, how much we have to cover. There's a lot of articles and stuff. All the sources, all the links are in the doobly-doo. Go, go around, check it out. Um, yeah, keep an eye out. I know it's a very depressing time. Looking into news and all that stuff can be depressing. But we can't just turn a blind eye onto the world. Or else things are going to get bad. Because we live on the world, right? We're a bunch of those idiots who live on this planet. And it's important to know what's happening so that we can take precautions and maybe participate in the democracy so that we can make things better for everybody. Stay safe. Take all your precautions. Again, reminder, use a face mask. Um, cover your eyes. Wear goggles. Wear a pair of goggles. I'm sorry. It's late. Um, wear a pair of goggles. Wear a face covering. Maybe even a scarf on top of the mask. Um, and stay safe. Stay inside as much as possible. Keep your distance. You don't want to get COVID-19. Even if you, if it doesn't get serious, uh, the virus seems to have a chance of permanently damaging your lungs, according to some reports. So just be careful. Take it seriously. No need to panic. Or sort of, sort of, depending upon where you live. If you're not living in Brazil, India, or America, I guess, or UK even. Because you don't have to panic much. Uh, I mean, I mean, if, if, if you're not living there, you don't have to panic much. But still, take the precautions. And thanks for watching the Rated PG podcast. Again, sources and the references are on the doobly-doo. Um, thank you for bearing with the first episode. Uh, leave any kinds of uh, comments, suggestions, feedback in the comment section, of course. I know they moved it. I'm sorry. I'm not responsible for that. Um, like, subscribe for more and all that jazz, whatever. No, 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 no pressure. I mean, I can understand. <laughs> well, thank you very much for watching and have a good night or good morning or good afternoon or whatever the time zone you're living in. See you next week, folks.